Good morning, good morning everyone. Uh, Maria, just go on the podcast. Are you calling Maria on the podcast? Ah, people will hear you now. Good. Can you hear me? Yes, now you are hearing. Do we have feedback on the podcast? No, it's okay. I think it's good. I think it's good. Oh, really? Oh. So I can keep this open and the podcast open? What's wrong, Sabrina? Uh, it was just the GP. When we hear GP was loin. <laughs> How's my voice? It's your, it's okay. GP, okay. can you speak? Is mine, is mine okay? Good. Yeah. Great. We're all good. Oh, we're all good. Okay. So I, I was sharing with the live. <laughs> it's always a challenge when we, we start opening up. But I was sharing that um, the dream, just to continue Uh, the message is why we called it the millionaires is because um, my parents, when they immigrated here, I know for the live, I'm just repeating, but for our podcasters, just to, to remind you that the dream was when they immigrated here, they knew that money would buy them freedom, money would buy them choices. So they called their first business the millionaires. And when my mom passed away, they, my dad continued a business in the retail market and he also called it the millionaires. Back then it was called the liqu uh, liquidation millionaires and build again, many times over seven digit income. So when we, we were looking into starting this podcast together, um, I said, I would love to call it the millionaires to, to render respect to thoughts started coming from. And then the diamonds, that's in our multi-level marketing, we're called the diamonds. So th the success is, is being able to bring the past to the present and build a brighter future together. And that begins with number one, having a vision of achieving a mortgage, free, of achieving debt-free, being mortgage-free and being able to help somebody in need, which, which my parents were able to do. Not only did they become millionaires, but they also helped their families back in Italy. At the end of the day, I think this is where we truly feel fulfilled. And Um, the mission together is to have a community where we level up. So I don't know about my friends that are here on the Zoom with me. You know, Rosa, you're, you're Italian. You know how it is. Eh? We, we've got these Italian people that sometimes are only happy when they're absolutely unhappy. You know that mentality. It's, it's like, a, I don't know if it's cultural from the south of Italy. It's always, ah, oh, how's it going? Ah, oh. there's always a little, ah. Oh. It's as if they can't say fantastic. 
Maybe they're afraid you're going to get the evil eye. I don't know. So they kept always leveled down. And unfortunately, it's a little bit the mentality where you can't say it's going awesome because you're afraid that somebody's going to do the evil eye on you. You know, the old, old mentality. But as we grow as individual, we understand that our energy is, is a beacon of light for everybody we encounter in our lives. That if you meet me today, Rosa, and I'm energetic. Now, energetic doesn't mean yelling like a crazy woman, just energetic where there's a smile, where you're walking slowly amongst a crowd. Yesterday, Sylvain, one of my colleagues, covered servanthood, the importance to walk slowly amongst a crowd, whether you're in a multi-level business, whether you're going to do shopping at Costco, walking slowly amongst a crowd means you're looking in people's eyes, you're intentionally giving us, intentionally uh, trying to leave behind everybody making them feel a little bit good because they met you today. So th this, this is the mission to create this community where intentionally we level up together and together we, we, we achieve our dream life and our dream life yesterday, Jean-Philippe covered it with, uh, the six steps, and it starts with a burning desire. Don't to continue today. Go ahead, Jean-Philippe. We're going to move into what we need to maintain those six steps always at the forefront of our eyes because we're going to have a lot of people uh, that are going to be jealous of us. You're going to have a lot of people that think they know more than you and yet they haven't achieved one-eighth of what you achieved. You understand? You're going to have a lot of those people that think that they know it all. In French, we say, <laughs> uh, I don't know how to say it in English, but you're going to have a lot of that, and you can't let those people uh, affect you being the big dreamer and the big doer, and especially being willing to sacrifice, like literally, like big, big achievers. We, we, I, I consider myself in that, in that, in that, in that sphere. Like, like literally, I, you know, I sacrifice seven days out of seven. I sacrifice holidays. I sacrificed a lot of things to meet the end in mind. You know, Michael Phelps was once asked uh, how did he achieve 22 gold medals? And he, you know, and the message was whether it was his birthday, he was training, whether it was Christmas, he was training. So the end result is 22 gold medals. But then you can have a swimmer that never achieved what he achieved. But just because they're swimmers, they're going to start telling him what to do. Will you stand solid in your shoes? And with the examples of today of Jean-Philippe, you're going to understand how many people change the world against all odds. And that's what we need to be is strong together and never let anybody who has done less than you contaminate you in what you want to do in your life. So take it away, Jean-Philippe. Yes. And like, if we are looking at those people like that we're going to mention today is that at the beginning, they were dreamer, like they has a dream, like there's something that they can visualize into their head, like a better world, a better situation, a better something for where they were. And like, I, I was looking to all of those, like those names, like Columbus, Copernicus, Ford, Edison, Lincoln, the Wright brothers, and Marconi. We're going to say you in a couple of minutes what they've been doing for that world. But is that they were living in a changing world. And this is exactly the world that we are living right now. 
Okay. So like we're still in the pandemic where after like the, like the first part of that pandemic and like the world has changed. And I'm sure that everybody like in your world, in your work, with your family, the way you're interacting, the way you're doing things, the way you think now of doing like something with your family and things like that, they have changed. Okay. So when there is change, okay, what you have to remember, okay, is that this is the best time, okay, to reinvent yourself, to do something new. And I think that uh, like every MLM and probably ours, our company, Le, uh, Le Diamant, that we have like made the biggest journey, okay? Because we had to um, completely reinvent ourselves because we were doing party at home. So we, we didn't have any like a chance like to say oh well actually it's gonna just like uh stay like one month and then we're going back into home no actually like even right now even if we could like it's it, it, it's not everybody that could be like allies like they could be um how do you say good uh how do i say allies to get the allies uh, oh not everybody will be comfortable comfortable allies yes, is exactly. comfortable yes Comfortable, thank you, like to receive at home. So yes, this is something that you have to be aware that right now we're looking for new leader. We're looking for new people with new idea, new invention. And yes, of course, like even uh, like in the, the restaurant industry, like they have to reinvent themselves and lots of restaurants like say, okay, I'm going to try Uber Eats, like to know, like do some... Uh, take out okay so actually like those people that reinvent themselves okay this is those people that are dreamer and if we are looking back it's probably those people who are like definite purpose and they have a burning desire inside of themselves okay so uh, if we're looking at those people that were great influencer, okay, for the civilization, okay, like we have Columbus and um, and Copernicus and Galileo, okay, those people, okay, they can uh, see something in their mind. They like uh, Columbus dream of a new uh, of a new world. Okay, he was looking for a way to go uh, to the um, Ind. How do you say? India, India, India. I'm looking for my word. <laughs> like he was looking for India. And like at that same time, he was looking for a new world. And people at that time say, you're crazy. Like you will never find it. Okay. Like if you go in that direction, because like they can go on the direction that they took before. And like he found, uh, he found America. So like, like he arrived at Cuba, but like people say to him, like, what, why do you want to find new world? Because like, we actually have one and it's, it's the best. Like he, he was living like in Europe. So like they, they were saying to him, why, why? But like, he has something in mind. He has something in mind that he want to achieve and like found something new, something bigger, something just to add to all of those world all of those knowledge all of that knowledge that they were already have and it's the same for copernicus and galileo those two all of those people say you're you're a fool you're a fool okay because at that moment they were saying that the heart was the center of the universe 
And like when he found that, no, actually, like the sun is the center of the universe and the heart is like going all around. Like people were saying, you're playing God right now. Like it's bad. Like you're going to hell. Okay. This is what they were saying. But even if those kind of people around him, okay, they were probably not people that were leveling up. They were just staying in their com comfort zone and saying to Copernicus or Galileo, oh, you should not do that, okay? But they were not listening. And that's probably what is the one of their biggest quality is that they were listening to good people, to people that they want to get, uh, like, not opinion, but, like, a, a good feedback, but actually to all of those people that they were only opinion and try to, uh, like, just throw throw them at the uh, on the ground like he was just not listening to them he was just what, saying to himself yeah. what yeah. they had in common jean philippe is they had a definitiveness that's the title of purpose because you see you have to ask yourself okay what is your purpose if and if i would ask you to write in the pod beam now we talked about columbus we called up we talked about these great people definitiveness of purpose was what we need to have to win. What would be yours? So if I would ask you, Sabrina, okay, I love talking about Columbus and we need to talk about him because history will mark our present. But if I were to ask you, what would be your definitiveness of purpose? What would it be? For me, it's to live my dream life by help people to live our dream life, or not our, our damn dream life. So well. <laughs> yes. Okay. So your definitiveness of purpose is for you to live your dream life. What, by helping, right? by helping people, people to lie to live. Yeah. Okay. Marie-Pierre, what would be your definitiveness of purpose? For me, it's really uh, to um, make the life of people easier. Okay, life of people easier. Yeah. Okay, Jean-Philippe, what would be your definitiveness of purpose? Because when you know Helping. this, yeah. you're going to have the desire to possess it. And it comes back to what we covered yesterday. The desire amounts to money. Go ahead, Jean-Philippe. Yeah. So mine is like helping people um, feeling that they are efficient in like everything that they do, like to acquire that riches, like that they feel that they get, that they win all the time. So they're efficient in everything that they like start, they begin to do. Okay. So everything they do, they start. My definitive, definitiveness of purpose comes from my parents, where is to live the, the best version of myself so that generation and generations of Marianos and Mikalash will be world changers. I, I want to be able to look up from the sky and look down and say, oh, that Columbus is part of my family. Okay, And my mother always said that the goal is not the money, although the money is going to be there, but how can you contribute to this world? So when we look at Columbus, Jean-Philippe, and when we look at these great 
um, the Wrights Brothers. Like one of the movies that I love to watch was the Wrights Brothers because we wouldn't be flying all over the world if it wasn't for the Wrights Brothers. See, they changed the world forever. And, and one of the things I want to bring with my family is that change. Not probably in my lifespan, and I'm hoping it's going to be in my sons, Hamid, Nadia, and Yasmin lifespan, if not in my grandchildren. But where everybody in my family understands that we're here to serve. So my family understands. Yesterday, I just want to give you a, 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 fun, a, fun, a fun fact. So yesterday, it's Yasmin's birthday. And you see, the way I raise them is it's, it's your birthday, but it's a Monday. You still have to do what you have to do. And it's always interesting to see how um, my children were conditioned that whether it's your birthday or not, you still have to do what you have to do. And it's a mentality, a mindset that is in every person that has achieved great successes. So when you read history, and I encourage you to read histories, this is where you see um, unborn opportunities turn into skyscrapers. But the only people that are able to bring an unborn opportunity into a skyscraper are those that are willing absolutely to give 100% of themselves. So once again, I ask you on um, our Facebook Live and for those that are on Podbeam, what would be a definitiveness of purpose that regardless or not, it's a holiday, you're still going to put in time. Regardless or not, it's your birthday. You're still going to put in time because this time will never feel like work because it's your purpose in life. Does that make sense? Okay. This is the passion we need. And then you're going to notice, Jean-Philippe, as these people produced. So to continue now, what did they have that they were producing? I just wanted to make sure to get our pod beamers in the subject with us. Yeah, like they, 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 they are okay. Like they are producing like a thing, like a, a service, okay, so that it can help people. This is what they were looking for. So their their purpose was like actually to help, like to help other add something like to their life. Uh, Ford was. Uh, to be sure that we're not using horse anymore, like to go on the road. Edison was to be sure that right now we can get light everywhere we are. Lincoln dream of uh, a world where like racism did not exist or actually that the North and the South were united. The Wright brothers like dream of uh, flying, flying, flying uh, um, something in the air like a bird. And as you say, like, Right now, defying, we can figure a world yeah. with that. Defying, defying gravity. Defying gravity. Absolutely. Okay. They were and defying people, that. And what were they saying to people? Like, if you watch the movies of these great people, what were they saying? Like, they were saying, you're fool. Like, it, it's not possible. That's impossible. You could not do that. Like, stop trying that. Stop wasting your time. And this is what all of... Uh, those people that are not dreamer, dreamer, or do not have any like definiteness of purpose, like we're saying to those people. So, exactly. like, don't be, don't be those person that um, saying to other, "You're a fool. You should not do that." Yeah. Be strong. I have a few notes, Jean-Philippe. I think they're going to be fun facts to write. So, I wrote one of them here. Success requires no apologies. 
Okay. Success requires no apologies. And failure permits no alibis. Okay. This, I really want you guys to write this down. And remember, um, a lot of us don't have the financial means to start a business because it requires thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to start. But in my industry, there's many people in my type of industry, which is a multi-level marketing industry. It's a phenomenal place to start no matter what product, because even if you don't have money, it's a great way to start living out your definitiveness of purpose. So if I look at you, Jean-Philippe, how did like, you didn't start a restaurant or, or a business on the side that required thousands of dollars of investment. You're selling Tupperware. Example, how does that answer to your definitiveness of purpose in the meantime you achieve your next objective? Well, actually, I think that the way I'm working with other entrepreneurs in that business like really helped me um like work on the like what they really want okay because before I, I i was a teacher and like actually yes i was helping those children okay those uh those teenager but this is not the same contact that that we have like with adults so like helping people discover what are their truly why what they want what are their goal and like just working with them with in that industry, like really helped me like achieve, like, and looking forward to achieve that, that purpose to help them like feel that they are efficient and that they can accomplish anything they want. Yeah. Last night I went into the welcome class, Jean-Philippe, as you saw, because I just wanted to see what was happening a little bit. And one of the things that's very, very, very important, remember, we don't want to be part of the people that say the operation was a success, but the patient died. Okay, which means you know a hell of a lot of stuff. Oh, I can't say that publicly. You know a lot of stuff. <laughs> okay, you know a lot of stuff, but unfortunately, we're not putting it into motion. So I, I've been seeing in my multi-level marketing, a lot of people coming in, but they're not being put into motion. So as a leader, and this is what I require from my podcasters, uh, as leaders, you need to go back to the bases and say, okay, why aren't we having the results we need to have. And the one thing I always comes back to me is people don't feel as if we're talking with them. They feel as if we're talking at them. So I can tell you with my 37 years experience, one of the main common denominators of failure is talking at people instead of talking with people. One word difference, but my gosh, it changes everything in in our life right and then there's failure failure needs to be embraced so if i ask sabrina how many times did you fail <laughs> a lot of time i, I cannot count <laughs> and voila marie pierre you know you, you you had a car from the company and you lost it how many times did you fail a lot of times jean philippe how many times did you fail a lot of times. Maria, how many times? I'm the one who failed the most, by the way, okay? After 37 years, I'm the one who failed the most. So you always have to remember that defeat is temporary. You be inclusive and remember that defeat is temporary. It's temporary. Every failure, remember this, that every time Edison 
did not get the light bulb. Well, what, what was it that a journalist asked Edison? How do you feel having failed, what was it, 2,000 times? And what did Edison answer, John Philip? Like, I find, a, I find a way of not doing what I was looking for. Okay. He answered them. It was a 2,000 step process. Do you see the difference? The journalist said, how did you, you know, after having failed 2,000 times and said, well, actually it was a 2,000 step process, which means that every failure brings us with a new seed, a new thought, a new way of getting closer to our success. The question is, Will you find your purpose? And that is the biggest challenge. So I always encourage to start small. Think big, start small. Steinova Fenn, one of our presidents, always said that. Think big, start small, but begin now. And I really think that um, a multi-level marketing, something in an industry where you don't have to invest money, is a great way to start discovering your purpose, your purpose. I doubt it very much that Sabrina woke up one morning and she said, oh, I think I want to be an entrepreneur, right? But we know to make a list of what we don't want anymore. So if I were to ask you a last question for our podcast, our pod beam, because it gives us points. So we really want you guys to write on the pod beam and Sabrina is going to share why write on the pod beam. What don't you want anymore? That's usually easier than what you want. Let's say I were to ask you, Jean-Philippe, what don't you want anymore? Think back in the days before becoming an entrepreneur. What would you have written? It's so funny you're asking because I'm like, oh my God, we're so conditioned to say what we want and not, not saying anymore what we don't want. And I'm like, what do I don't want? <laughs> like, I don't want uh, people trying to like just push me to the ground like anymore in my environment. I don't want those okay. people. Throw you on the floor. You're no good. You're no good. You don't want that anymore. Sabrina, what don't you want anymore? Uh, when I was stopping teaching, it because I don't want that people decide what I do in my class. I don't want that parent. I don't want that uh, other teacher or um, the director told me what to do in my class when you're against it right because there's a lot of things that people ask us to do but doesn't fit in your core value Marie-Claire if I were to ask you what you don't want anymore what would you say I don't want to have a boss telling me what to do and have an entourage who tells you you're working too much for what you have now I'm an entrepreneur so how much time I put on in my enterprise, I will have all the, the success with it. Yeah, it's our business. And for me, what I didn't want anymore was not to live according to my values. Being able to take care of myself, number one, putting me first, my husband first, my children first, my family first, you know, sister, brother, sister-in-law, and then my work. I, there's no way that I would accept not living with my core values. So understanding what you don't want anymore usually helps you achieve what you want. So one of the last notes I wrote here for you guys is the oak sleeps in the acorns. The bird waits in the egg and our vision awakes 
will awake an angel that will bring us the dream we need to have to know what our calling is. But only when I'm doing things in accordance with my values will I be able to awake, erase, and assert myself. And that's what I really, really wish to all you guys. And remember that COVID-19 brought us brought opportunity we have never, ever seen before. If you are teachable, if you have humility, and if you have tolerance and open-mindedness, there is incredible opportunity ahead for each and every one of you. But please stay humble, walk to the ground, and walk slowly amongst the crowds because sometimes it's that person serving you at the cash that's going to give you your next great idea. But if you're always in a rush and you're not intentionally walking slowly amongst the crowds, you will miss that incredible opportunity. So for today, I think it closes pretty much the burning desire. We're going to continue tomorrow with how to keep the fire going or how to rekindle the fire. And uh, Sabrina, please share why it's so important for us, the comments. By, uh, by the way, I just want to read a few uh, comments in the podcast because I read yours, Rosa. And she says, I don't want to live in silence anymore. I want to use my voice and roar, not worry about what others have to say. My friend, I so get you because coming from the world we were raised in, we were told to shut up and sit down and keep quiet. And today I'm telling you it's time to stand up Talk loud and make your voice be heard. So I just want to make sure I, I, I'm reading your girlfriend, okay? So why the comments are important in the pod beam, Sabrina. Take it away. Yes. For all your comments, we have uh, art. You have art too. So you can cumulate art during the month. At the end of the month, we are doing a draw of a 105 days program that at the end of the month, we will have one in English. So if you're the winner, you can have in English. So when you're, you want to accumulate art, so just to be live with us, it gives you one art. If your comment, it gives you five art. And if you're sharing the podcast live, it gives you 10 art. And when you're sharing, don't forget to tag us, Marie-Pierre Tetrou, Jean-Philippe Jacques, Maria Mariano, and Sabrina Tessier, because we are doing a draw of a ticket for the conference of the December 5 for uh with the all the share and if you're sharing in replay just put hashtag replay and the time at your listening the podcast thank you okay guys thank you very much and remember we're english now it's our seventh day only Woo! and make sure that all your anglophone friends know it's only a beginning the best is yet to come okay so kisses to everybody Mwah. thank you we're going off in french bye rosa thank you sweetie ciao Thank you for sharing.